Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. So we've gotten started here in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Acts of the Apostles, as is often called, but it really is Acts of the Holy Spirit. And so let's go back to the first chapter, the first verse, and we'll start reading there. The first account I composed, and we've seen that this is Luke Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up to heaven after he had had by the Holy Spirit given orders to the apostles whom he had chosen. So that's just a great kickoff, is it not? Because what Luke is saying, hey, you know, Theophilus, that first account that I gave you, and that's the Gospel of Luke, what we call the Gospel of Luke, he said that was all about what Jesus began to do and teach, and he did it up until the day when he was taken up to heaven. And so there's there's a lot inferred from that, from the very beginning, that the things that Jesus did when he was here on earth was just the beginning. All that Jesus began to do and to teach. And then he was taken up to heaven. Well, what, what happened then? It was continued, the things that he did and the teaching that he did, after he had, by the Holy Spirit, given orders to the apostles whom he had chosen. So what were the orders that he gave the apostles? Yeah, we, we've seen that in recent days, looking at the end of the gospel in Mark. And we've seen at the end of all the gospels that he told them to go. To go proclaim the gospel. Go make disciples. Go and continue the work that I have been doing. At the end of Mark, he actually told them, what? here's the signs that will follow those that do this. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak in new languages. They'll pick up serpents, okay? If they drink any poisons kind of thing, it won't hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick, and they will be healed. They'll be made well. And so Jesus began the work of the kingdom of God. We continue on the work of the kingdom of God in and through the power of the Most High God. And he's confirming that to Theophilus, the friend of God, the lover of God, and he confirms the same to us. So, Let's continue. Verse 3 of Acts 1 says this. To these, to the apostles, he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs appearing to them over a period of 40 days and speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. So Luke had already told us at the beginning of his gospel that he'd put together this account and he did it chronologically, and that he did it based upon eyewitnesses, things that he had seen and things that other people had seen. So now he's saying, here's what happened. When he was taken up to heaven, prior to that time, Jesus presented himself alive after his suffering, okay? after his persecution, after he was crucified. He presented himself alive, not only to the apostles, but to 500 plus people. Okay, the scripture is real clear about that. How many he appeared to? He appeared to many, many, many people. Now, he did not appear to unbelievers. Everybody that he appeared to were those who believed. But he pre presented himself 
alive. <laughs> Is that not what we're supposed to do, folks? To present ourselves alive. And too often we sort of present ourselves quasi dead in the flesh, honestly. You know, our life is in the Lord, our life is in the Spirit. And we need to present ourselves alive in Him. So He did that. Well, how did He do it? It says, by many convincing proofs. We have a few of those convincing proofs. Uh, the day that He rose from the dead, He appeared to uh, His disciples his apostles that were gathered together, and they were actually hiding. They had the doors locked, the scripture says. And he appeared, just literally walked through the door, appeared behind the door. Okay? He appeared by a convincing proof there. And then he stood before them and showed them the marks in his hands and on his side. He appeared to the two that were on the way to the Emmaus when he sat there and was breaking bread with them. When they realized who he was, he disappeared. <clears throat> a convincing proof. Remember what they said? Did not our hearts burn when he was explaining to us what must happen to Messiah? Yeah. And he appeared to him over 40 days. And over those 40 days, what did he do? Well, it convincing proofs. He presented himself alive, but then this. Speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Oh, folks, this is what we're to be doing. We are to be speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Yes, we're to proclaim the gospel. We're to proclaim the good news of death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, what you see in 1 Corinthians 15, that's a great synopsis. Okay, We're to do that, but we're not to limit ourselves to that. We're to speak of the things of the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? It's the king's domain. That's what kingdom is, king's domain. The king's domain of God, which is all of creation. Speaking of the things of the kingdom of God and what he has done in his creation and everything in existence, there's no limit to the things to be spoken about within the kingdom of God. Now, we often don't think about it that way, but it's true. And so this is what we're called to do, folks. We're called to proclaim the gospel and to speak of the things of the kingdom of God. Tell you what, I'm going to stop right here, lest I go way too long. I thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.